Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Okay, well, welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff podcast. Uh, here with Amy again. Hello. And uh, we are going to get into the uh, the fishes and loaves, uh, finally. Finally. Um, and honestly, we don't even know what we're going to talk about. I have no idea. But uh, we'll let the Holy Spirit <laughs> get into <laughs> we kept We kept teasing people with it. Yeah. And, um, and then when we went to about to do it, we were like, what are we supposed to talk about anyway? About? I don't know. Fishes and loaves. Fishes and loaves. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so we're going to get into um, Matthew 14's account of it. Um, uh, is it in Matthew 14? Is that yes. what it is? And, uh, and there's different accounts, obviously, in the Word. And um, and so there's different different aspects that come out in different accounts. And we know that he also, uh, you know, he, he he fed multitudes two different times, um, the 4,000 and the 5,000. But, uh, but this is just one of the accounts where he did this. So we're just going to read it, and then we're going to just draw out. We're talking about supernatural supply and what our role is in that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think this is such a, such a paramount, uh, uh, not just it's, it's not a parable it's an account that actually happened yeah. it's not just a parable that he was teaching on he was he was using the disciples and showing them what their role is with uh, wealth with with abundance you know and it's like trying to get them to think differently uh, when they, when, they, when they walk into the situation they think one way yeah and then he's trying to get them to use the situation to to change their role with supernatural supply yes and so that's really why we wanted to get into this mm-hmm. uh, so why don't you go and read that Amy all right starting in Matthew 14, 14, it says, And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and break and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up of the fragments that remained 12 baskets full and they that had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Okay, so this is obviously why we call it the feeding of the 5,000, even though there is more than that there. There's only 5,000 men. Uh, and then there was women and children there too. So, I mean, you could you could easily say 10, 15,000. Mm-hmm. We don't really know. Uh, but we know that there was a lot more than 5,000 there. Yeah. And, um, and there's just a whole lot, obviously, in this whole account. There's there's a reasons, like we talk about, there's reasons why, why God had the details put in. Um, the details mean something. And, uh, and so, uh, and in different accounts of this, in the different gospels, different details get brought out. We know that in one of the other accounts, um, you know, Jesus said, well, how, how, you know, how much do you have? Go and see. And they went, and that's when they found the young boy who had the fishes and loaves. That's that part is not in this one. Uh, but it still happened. Uh, but what, what's interesting about this is the disciples come into this situation and, um, 
and they're in a desert place. And it says in verse 14 that Jesus, you know, he went forth, saw the great multitude, was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. So we see there's a big healing meeting going mm-hmm. on. So that's the context. Yeah. So, and, and he had, he'd gone, it says that, you know, he had just heard basically about the death of John the Baptist, and then he had gone into a desert place to be alone, basically, and all these people followed him. And so they followed him. He was going to be alone, um, and then he sees them, and uh, and he is moved with compassion. So he just basically is led by the Holy Spirit to start healing them, and so he is healing all of their sick. And so this is going well, obviously, into the day, into the into the early evening hours. And uh, it says, when the evening was come, his disciples said, "There, there, we're in a desert place, and the, there's the time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go in the villages and buy themselves food." So. The disciples see the need, and they're like, "Okay, it's late. Just send them away. Mm-hmm. They'll go. They'll go take care of it. They'll mm-hmm. go buy themselves some food, whatever." And um, and so the disciples actually say something that's pretty reasonable. Uh, it's a reasonable answer to the situation, and yet Jesus, uh, being led by the Holy Spirit, is saying, "Yeah, but that's not what needs to happen right now." Yeah. Um, it's the, the reasonable thing is not the kingdom thing. Mm. And, um, and so that's what we, first thing we need to do is abandon the reasonable thing mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and, and not allow the reasonable thing to be the first thing that we default hmm. to. Um, because it, it, they're not asking for anything unreasonable. Yeah. They're literally just saying, let's just let them all go yeah, home. Right. They can go take care of themselves. <laughs> Nobody forced them to be here. Right. You, they're grown ups. you know, <laughs> let them all go home and feed themselves. That's what normal people do every night. And, um, and so this is not, uh, something that's just totally out of the ordinary. It's just that, that Jesus is wanting to introduce the kingdom that's and, good. um, and the Holy Spirit is saying this is a perfect opportunity hmm. to introduce the kingdom in, in a place where there's a lot of need. And then there's also not only a lot of need, but there's also, um, the necessity for the miracle was not there. They could have sent him home. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a dire situation. No. It's no one dying. No one no. running up right. to Jesus. Yeah. Saying my daughter's yeah. dead. Yeah. They're, they're not all fainting. <laughs> it's just a natural you know? thing. Yeah. We're just I mean, hungry. We're just hungry. You know, and, and yeah, I mean, there is one of the accounts where the disciples say, well, they might faint in the way. You know, yeah. they, it, may, it may be too far away. They might, they might, you know, well, it's like, these are humans. Yeah. You can go a few days without food. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't, I don't think that they were all about to die. Yeah. I, this wasn't a dire situation. Right. It's just natural. It's just a natural situation where a bunch of people went out and had a meeting mm-hmm. and uh, the disciples were like, oh. Seems reasonable. Just send them home. Yeah, it's time, you know, and (laughs) (laughs) and so so this isn't one of those situations where the kingdom shows up because of dire situations. Yeah, this is just where Jesus is saying, you know what? Any time is a good time for the kingdom to show up. Yeah, you know, and uh, and we need to be led by the Holy Spirit and not by common sense. Cool, and not by need and not by what seems reasonable at the time, but actually ask the Holy Spirit what is what's supposed to be happening now. In the context, though, that we're in, where we're talking about supernatural supply, and um, and so talking about how, you know our role in supernatural supply, and this is what Jesus was really trying to get at was changing their disciples' uh, internal dialogue of their role with supernatural supply, because in when they walk up into this situation, they believe. Now, what's interesting about this is is in verse fourteen it says Jesus uh, saw the great multitude, was moved with compassion toward them, and healed their sick. So healing meeting is going on. Mm-hmm. Supernatural things are going on. People are being healed. They're being set free. Who knows? All kinds of stuff, right? And so he heals their sick, implying that everybody that was sick got healed, 
right? Yeah. And there's 5,000 men mm-hmm. plus women and children. That's a giant yep. meeting. Yeah. And so the, the healing anointing is flowing, yeah. apparently. People are having all kinds of cool things happen. And what one of the things that I just wanted to point out real quick was, so they're in a situation where the disciples, Jesus, and the multitude are now... I guess, you know, I'm not going to say they're comfortable, but they're familiar now with the healing power of God yeah. flowing yep. in, a, in a corporate way. Yep. And so that's like, hey, we literally have just seen multitudes get healed. And this isn't the first time, but this is happening again. And mm. so so they're like very comfortable with this. But what they're not comfortable with yet is the corporate wealth of God mm. flowing. <laughs> they just had <laughs> God show up in a giant way. But they've segregated God's power, huh. and they've said it's okay for him to heal everybody, but not to meet their financial oh, need. Oh, my gosh. You see good. this? Yeah. It's like the, his power is literally flowing. Yes. And yet in their minds, it's segregated. In their minds, it's like it's okay for them to get healed supernaturally, but not to get their physical and financial needs met financially. Wow. Uh, supernaturally. Okay. Do you see that? Yep. And so I, th- I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Here. We're, we're, we're <laughs> you know, how many times are we in the same situation where we're, we're okay with God healing people? We're okay with supernatural healing. So good. But we're not okay with supernatural supply yet. Right. And this is what Jesus literally is like <laughs> spotlighting right now, mm-hmm. saying you're you're comfortable with this level of the power of God, right. but not with this level. Wow. And you think that it's okay for people to get their physical health situations met by his power, but not their financial situations hmm. met. And your answer is, now that they're healed physically, send them home oh that they can goodness. go buy food. That's crazy. Right? I mean, but that's really where the church still is. Yep. It's like, you know, talking about supernatural supply, our role with it and our expectation yep. of it. And he was first had to address their expectation situation because they were expecting God to heal them, but not for God to feed them. Hmm. So, so interesting. I know. And it's like, this is just telling of who we are, yeah. telling of, of, the, of the natural mind and how much of a hold financial things has well, on the natural mind. It's kind of funny if you think about how ludicrous it sounds if it was the opposite. Right. If if he if he supernaturally yeah. fed everybody, but then sent everyone home to get healed, right. yeah, I know. <laughs> like that's yeah. so yeah. ludicrous. Send them off to their doctors. <laughs> like yeah. we would never think of yeah. it that way. Right. But somehow we segregate mm-hmm. our physical needs or or financial needs yeah. from the healing power of God. Yes. We, we are we'll saturate all day in the healing power yeah. of God. But when it comes to our food or yeah. money, we're right. like, well, let me go out and work for that. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> but like so yeah. ludicrous to think of it the other <laughs> way around. It is funny because you think about that and. It's it's kind of like what we we didn't even get into it, but but we were talking about it earlier. How um, how you know when when there is no plan B, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like God becomes the only viable option when yeah. there's no plan B. So that's why we that's why we get we we receive salvation so freely because we know there's no plan B. You know, it is either Jesus there's or hell. There's no other option. There's no other option. I don't need to go work for that. Yeah, I can't pay for my sins. <laughs> no, I know that. Yeah, and so when you know that, and you're confronted with your sin. You know, there's only one thing I can you can do, and that is to fall on the blood of Jesus yeah. and say there is a, a price that was freely paid for yeah. this, and it has to be because I can't pay for it. And then, well, I mean, like what we, we we've mentioned this, but it's like you know Smith Wigglesworth, you know, he said you know back early 1900s, 1920s, 30s, whatever it was, when he said there's going to come a time when physical healing is going to get harder and harder for the body of Christ because there's going to be more options medically to get hmm. healed, mm-hmm. and so less and less people will get healed because there's a plan B. Yeah. And so financially, that's how it is. In there, see, in, in this culture, in the Jewish culture, 
you know, doctors were yeah. not reliable. There was no like right. reliable healthcare going on here. And so medical science hadn't, hadn't done much mm-hmm. for them. So they didn't have a plan B medically. Yeah. So they looked to the power of God. Yeah. And, and they did that freely, but then they had a plan B financially. <laughs> Interesting. We can go work for that. You know, and so that's how we still are. We, yeah. Whatever we have a plan B for, we're going to lean on that instead oh, of go to God first. Man. It's like we only lean on God when we're totally desperate. Exactly and there's nothing right. else left. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we, we freely receive salvation. That's right. It's so easy to receive a salvation yeah. because our mind hasn't come up with a viable plan B. Wow. But our mind uh-huh. has a viable plan B for healthcare yeah. and for finances. That's right. And so our mind gravitates yeah. toward that, and we struggle yeah. trying to find these other things. That's why we have to become we have to have childlike faith cool. again, because we have to get you know <laughs> uneducated about all the stupid cool. things. But um, but yeah, so here he is. You know he, um, you know they're gonna they're gonna send them away, and then in verse then uh, Jesus. Says, but Jesus said unto them, verse sixteen, uh, they need not depart give you them to eat. He goes, you you give them something to eat. I love this, you know, because Jesus knows where his disciples are spiritually, you know, financially, whatever. Now, you know, one of their responses too, what I love about this is, is in one of the other accounts, it might've been Luke's account, is the disciples say, do you want us to go and buy <laughs> all this food for them? Right. You know, because they had the money. Yeah. They had the resource to do it. They're like, is that what you want us to do? Yeah. You want us to go buy, buy all this food? You know, it's like, you know, 200 pennies worth of food. We can go do that if you want us to. And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So the, their, their automatic thing is, yeah. you Jesus just told me to give them something to eat. Yeah. And my automatic default is buy food. Yeah. They're not, they're not even thinking spiritually at all. There's no <laughs> spiritual funny, answer here. Funny that they still found themselves wanting to be the supply. They right. just didn't do it in a supernatural way. Exactly right. Yeah. 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 Like, and, hey, I know my role here. Yeah. Let's get these guys fed. Yeah, we can get them fed <laughs> for sure. Let's go get sure. them food. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take care of everyone. Yeah, tonight. we'll take care of it. It's bills on us. Yeah, get some carts <laughs> and some donkeys, and all of us administrators <laughs> would be put to work, and we'd feel so validated. Exactly. <laughs> we'd be like, <laughs> man, did you see how many donkeys I got? <laughs> I got them right. donkeys fast exactly and they, they were all in a perfect line <laughs> i lined them up so good yep. <laughs> and that would validate all of our oh, yeah. uh, you know uh, administration yeah. they'd be known giftings. as like the best disciples yes. i mean they already were the only right. disciples they were the only <laughs> but they would be like jesus probably told them that every round. day you are the best disciples <laughs> okay that's ridiculous <laughs> you are the you top 12 the best disciples i've ever had ever had <laughs> anyway yeah. <laughs> and I guarantee but you, like, you're the best I will ever have. They would be renowned, <laughs> yeah. you know, in their city right. if they went and bought everyone food. Right. Yeah, I know. It. <laughs> they would have yeah. not lost any credibility. No, no, they, they would have been, been <laughs> accolades would have been shouted from the rooftop for them. If they and, went out uh, and bought yeah. food. And all their organizational skills would be applauded. <laughs> be like, man, you guys had that down. You fed this like 5,000 men. <laughs> And they would have been, from yeah. that day on, they would have been known <laughs> as the feeding ministry of Jesus no. that feed the poor, you know? No. And um, anyway. Ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And Jesus, Jesus like shut that down. Yeah, he did. He's like, no, um, yeah. they don't need to depart. You give them something to eat. <laughs> do it. Do it. Just, just do it. Just do it. He doesn't even tell them how. He doesn't even like, <laughs> no. no meeting, no prayer meeting yeah. before this. No, no, there's no prayer meeting. <laughs> no prayer meeting. Let's all pray and fast for a while. Let's Fast, figure out how we're gonna feed yeah. these guys supernaturally. Yeah, supernaturally. Nope. Yeah, no. No, just do it. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say, "Why don't you you read back in the Old Testament yeah. of how God fed and, and supplied <laughs> food for people?" He didn't even have him do that. Can you know, imagine? churches these days. <laughs> oh, so like, well, Jesus told us to uh, yeah. supernaturally heal these five thousand people. Yeah. So 
do it. <laughs> do it. Just just do it. And, and that's the funny thing to me. It's like, you know, I say this a lot is when I when I see how many times, not just Jesus, but through the epistles as well, where the word tells us to do something and gives us no instruction <laughs> you know he is not a good instructor i don't know if you know that about god but he has like he is not a good instructor at all he's like and do it do it he is like yeah just be strong in the lord and the power of his mind just do that right just yeah. be strong in me <laughs> right. how do i do it you know but but when you yeah. when I, it took me a while it took me quite a few years to like see all the things he tells me to do without instruction <laughs> realizing oh it's because i have the dna to do it yeah that's what he's trying to tell me. Walk and talk and yeah. breathe. I yeah. And it's feed like, the five thousand. <laughs> yeah, just feed the five thousand. And if he doesn't give me instruction, it's because I don't need instruction. Yeah. He he gives me see, more than good. enough. See, that's so good. Good. if he doesn't give me instruction, I don't need instruction. I have the nature to do it. <laughs> that and, um, is awesome. <laughs> and so he's trying to pull the, the disciples up to a higher reality of life and expectation in a moment. So here he is. They're in a situation of need. Uh, and, and it's a genuine need, and it's just a need that it just arose, whatever, but he's trying to pull them up to a different way to answer this need and to to draw on what's on the inside of them. Um, and they're not even born again yet. They're not spirit-filled yet, you know, but they're with him, and so they have a covenant with him. And so, uh, and so they're like, well, you know, all we have here is five loaves and two fishes, and, you know, that we know other accounts said, why don't you go and find out what you have? And then they, they find this little boy, and he has this, this lunch. And um, pretty hearty lunch for a little boy. <laughs> that, that kid must have been, you know, a growing boy. Uh, but uh, uh, so here he is. He goes, um, I got five loaves and two fishes. And then he goes, well, just bring him to me. And uh, and then he, ca- he he told them to all sit down on the grass. Um, and uh, had him, we know that he had him sit down in different ranks of 50s and 100s and stuff. And so he had them all sit down. And then he took, uh, you know, took the five loaves and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and he broke and gave the loaves to his disciples and disciples to the multitudes. And uh, and so it doesn't say that he gave that he kept giving, you know, like it doesn't say and Jesus kept giving and giving and giving and giving and giving enough to feed five thousand. Mm. He only gave. Enough that the disciples could hold. Yeah. Right? It says right there. He gave, he blessed and broke and, and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. Yeah. So he gave enough to the to the disciples so the disciples could hold. Yeah. That's how much they had in their hands at that time. They didn't have enough to feed 5,000. How much is it going to, for 12 guys to feed 5,000, how much are you going to have to carry? Yeah. You know, I mean, if you break down the math, that's like 600 people a piece. Yeah. You know, that you're going to have to carry, you know, and it's like, no, he gave it to them, mm. and then they went and gave it to 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 the people sitting down, and it was it was multiplying as they were giving it. Wow, you know, and so wow. it doesn't say he kept giving and giving and giving. Yeah, he gave it once. Wow, and then they gave, you know, and so awesome. So he's trying to show them that their role with supernatural supply is that you know they're the conduit. Of yeah, it, you yeah. know, they're not just the recipient of it. He didn't have them sit down. You know, he had them distribute, and uh, he could have. It's like the title of that passage should be changed <laughs> from Jesus feeding the 5,000 <laughs> right. yeah. to the disciples feeding the 5,000. <laughs> That's exactly right, yeah. It's a, I mean, totally. And <laughs> and we know that they were all filled, so they took up fragments and had 12 baskets remaining. And, um, but, yeah, it, I mean, it was the disciples that actually, you know, Jesus blessed it. He broke it. He gave it to the disciples, and then they distributed That's it. That's awesome. And, uh, and this is just them switching because once again, the the thing is that they, you have different, you know, you have different groups that day sitting there. You have those who are in need 
being the multitude, you have Jesus who is, you know, part of the supply, and you have the, the disciples who have to to switch. You know, they have to they they first they have to switch from a place of need of saying send them away. So they have to switch that attitude first because their first response is we don't have a role here. Mm-hmm. Their first response is our role is sending them away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yep. our role. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so get us distanced from the need. You yeah. know, and so that that is their first their first assumed responsibility is get yeah. us distanced from the need. And and when Jesus said that's not the option, <laughs> yeah, you give them something to eat. Yeah, and then we know, like in one of the other uh, the other accounts, they're they're like, well, do you want us to go buy food? So their second response is. The meet the need in a natural way. Mm. That's our second response. Meet the need in a natural <laughs> way. And Jesus is like, well, how many loaves and fishes do you have? Yeah. You know, and then that's when he says, go and see. And they go and they go, well, there's a little boy here who has this food. And so then they said, well, we have, we have this, you know, and, and, and in one of the accounts, I think it was Philip said, but, but it might've been Nathaniel. I don't remember. He said, but what is that among so many? You know, they said, we have this, but what is that among so many? Mm. They're, they're, they're identifying a level of supply they have, but they're think they're saying that the need is outweighing the supply. Yeah. And what they're not identifying with is the blessing that's on their life. Yeah. And Jesus is like, it's time to activate that blessing. Mm. But that blessing is activated when you have a bigger need than you have a natural supply. Whoa. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Right>? So <laughs> and, and when that's you cool. when you stand in the middle of those two things. Ooh. You know, when you're literally standing in the middle of it, you're not sending the need away. And you're not trying to meet the need in a natural way, but you're standing in the middle of it saying, <laughs> I'm the conduit of heaven into the earth right now. And Oh, I love that. And I get to I get to reconcile the fishes and the loaves to the supply that they're supposed to be. Wow. You know, and that is awesome. Yeah. So this is you know That's th- so <laughs> good. <laughs> but this is, you know, when we're talking about this is about changing when, when we're when we are approached with need. Jesus is giving us an opportunity every time hmm. to, for us to take our place. Oof, that's you know, good. and so we have to ask ourselves, what's our response? Yeah. Is our response to send it away, to separate ourselves, distance ourselves from the need? Or is our response to try to meet it in a natural way? That's usually what we try to do, you know, because, you know, especially in, in our culture, in the Western culture, we are we are problem solvers, mm-hmm. you know, and but we tend to try to do it in the natural way. Yep. And so we will organize, administrate, we will fundraise, <laughs> we will, you know, do everything we can do to get as many natural yeah. supply chains mm-hmm. hooked together That's right. to funnel supply yep. to the need. Wow. Jesus didn't do it that way. That's and I'm right. not against some of those things. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, have we <laughs> replaced our role? Oof. And now suddenly we're just a link in a chain instead of the conduit of heaven, you oh, know? that's good. That's and so And it's like, good. I'm really not here to link f- earthly need to earthly supply. Yeah, that's right. That's not what I'm here to do. Right. And I'm not supposed to, you know, like organize all of the earth supply to meet earth needs. Yeah. You know, exactly. that's really not the highest role I exactly. have. The highest role I have is saying there's earthly need and there's heavenly supply. Mm-hmm. And now I get to bless it and I get to actually speak the blessing over it and allow God to be the difference. That's good. And it's, you know, and you know, you know when you do that, no man gets the glory for that. Yep. Nobody gets the glory for that but God himself. Yeah. And it's like, this is like, okay, 5,000 men plus the women and the children walked away that day different. Yeah. And, and the higher thing is the disciples walked away different. Yeah. 
you know, where they walked away going, I know what was given to me. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking that day afterward saying, you know what? Jesus only gave me enough I could carry, mm-hmm. but that fed 700, that fed a thousand, that fed however many, yeah. and it kept growing and growing and growing. Awesome. And so they're, their relationship, once again, just like we talked about before with the, 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 like with Peter on the water or whatever, their relationship to supply chain. Yeah. And that's the, it's the need being met is not the highest thing that mm-hmm. happened that day. 5,000 people getting fed could have happened a lot of different ways. So that wasn't the highest. Wow. Right? So good. <laughs> so the highest testimony was not the 5,000 getting fed. Oh. The highest testimony was the disciples changing their relationship to the supply oh, man, and to good. the need at the same time saying, oh, we are seeing this differently now that this is not about how much money or resource we have. This is about the blessing we carry into the earth. Amen. And and allowing it to materialize things. Mm-hmm. Allow it to actually put a demand <laughs> of the nature of the earth and say this earth is full it says it's, the, the earth is full is it, it, it the, the the you know it says the earth is the fullness thereof you know the, the, earth, the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof so the earth is full there's a fullness of the earth that looks like god's fullness oh. and that means it carries a dna of multiplication and the dna of multiplication comes when my, when the blessing on us mm. touches that and allows it to take on its, it reconciles the fishes and the loaves to its true nature. It, you know, G, the disciples, they were reconciled to their true nature that day, and the fishes and the loaves were too. Whoa. And um, <laughs> because they're not supposed to be limited, you know, oh, and so good. They, they carry a DNA that God created on the inside that's of them. That's so awesome. So, uh, so yeah. Um, that's <laughs> my new favorite subject. Okay. <laughs> I love that. But this that's is awesome. But this is stewardship, and this is the blessing. And this is supernatural supply. Yeah. We're like, okay, what's my role here? Mm-hmm. And Jesus had to change their role. And the first thing, their role was not to connect those people to a different supply. Mm-hmm. Send them away. Yep. So they can go buy, buy food. Yeah. And their role was not for them to go and get food mm-hmm. and to bring it to them. They were not just. They were not just pack mules <laughs> for natural supply to natural need. Yeah, they were conduits of heaven into the earth. Amen. And so that's right. So yeah, uh, changing our role with supernatural supply and, and 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 identifying though, really recognizing when we come up to any situation, you know, number one, there is a natural response to that situ- situation that the natural response says, separate yourself from it find a natural way to meet it but then there's a supernatural thing crying out in our heart mm-hmm. saying but god wants to actually show himself strong on our behalf in this situation and can we ask what our role is yeah and can we change separate our role from our experience and tie it to our dna <laughs> oh my gosh so, i love that anyway so we need That's to pray stuff. we need to wrap it up father we just thank you we thank you once again father just for what you're what you're doing in us and through us praise god father god do you want us to father god just be those conduits of heaven into the earth we only uh, father god are on this earth for one reason that is to allow heaven to come into it that's mm-hmm. to allow you to be seen for father god every man woman and child to see the glory of god and we thank you that this earth will be filled with the glory of god as the water covers the seas and we're going to be a part of that and we just thank you for it in jesus name amen, amen. thanks for joining us today on wisdom and stuff Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.